Welcome to NeuroDigest with me, your host, Sylvia Moramo-Chabo, and our interpreter, and we have a special guest today. As you are aware or may not be aware, this month we're celebrating cerebral palsy, and so we'd like to deviate a bit and celebrate in honor of the 6th, which was cerebral palsy day, World cerebral palsy day, that is, where we went green. As you can see, we're still representing green yeah. in the house, and we have a special guest, our guest, has lived all her life with cerebral palsy. She has broken the glass ceiling. She has done things a parent of special needs would rather think is impossible. So stay tuned and let us hear a bit more. Don't forget to send in your questions or anything you'd like to ask our guests on our SMS numbers 20508 or also indulge with us, with us on Facebook on Andy Speaks for Special Needs Persons and on Twitter Andy Speaks for and on Instagram, simply Andy Speaks. So welcome, Maria. Thank you. Thank you. Please introduce yourself. Um, my name is Maria Ngoya. I live in Sarabapasa. Sarabapasa is part of me, but it isn't true I am. And because of it, I have achieved more than I can. And uh, I live a beautiful life in cerebral person. Awesome. Yeah. Isn't that just a powerful introduction? I like the positivity in that. She has it, but it does not define her. But it has empowered her to be who she is and more than that. Mm -hmm. So that is the right attitude we should all be embracing. So it's not supposed to be a pity party, yeah. but other encourage. Let them do what it is that they can do because they can do more than what you think they can do. So how old are you? Uh, uh, I'm 26. 26? Wow. That is, that, that is, that is commendable. Yeah. Very, very commendable. And for those of us who don't know, uh, cerebral palsy is one of the uh, neurodevelopmental disorders that normally affect the brain. And we have four types. And it causes a lot, uh, several... Um, how would you call it? Um, <laughs> it causes several symptoms of uh -huh. condition. Mm -hmm. uh, so cerebral palsy affects the muscular part of the person mm -hmm. and also the joints mm -hmm. and the nerves. Mm -hmm. But and also it can affect the intellectual part of the person. Mm -hmm. So it's a very diverse condition in terms of, of how a person is affected and also the levels of cerebral palsy are different. So not everyone in cerebral palsy have the same condition. It's very individual, so I can have a type of cerebral palsy and you can meet someone else with a completely different type of cerebral palsy. Yeah. Good. Yes. I wanted her to say it in her own words so that we don't go scientific. So just like autism, you can hear it is also a spectrum where in the cerebral palsy field. And it affects differently, different people, and most of it is muscular. So you will find a greater percentage of those with cerebral palsy actually 
uh, their mobility is what is most impaired. Yes. So you will have those who can speak, like Maria over mm -hmm. here, and we have children who's been whose speech has been affected and they're non-verbal. And um, so uh, as you can see, there are very sim many similarities in the neurodevelopmental disorders that we have. So yeah. Maria, how did, you, how, how did you come to come out and embrace the condition and still choose to go against all odds and achieve all that you have achieved, right? Yeah. You went to school and all that. Just tell us a bit about yourself. Well, of, of course, I'd like to say uh, I haven't done this as a thing. My mom has been very key in my journey and my family has been very key in my journey. So I haven't done this alone and I'm thankful for that. But through early intervention, mm -hmm. uh, so my mom got to know about my condition early enough and with that she was able to get me the help needed at the return and thank I was born in those days when still having a disability was quite a taboo. Mm -hmm. It was unheard for children to still be needed. So it was hard trying to get the community to accept um, me and the family to accept me. So that was also a big barrier but for my mom to break. Uh, but after that, I think when I started therapy and I started meeting the milestones, of course I took much longer than any other child, but I started sitting and I worked at was it four years wow. there and I talked too much later. But through that I think I I got um, outside the lab to be able to feel like I belong because I wasn't ever sure that you don't belong. I was ever I was treated like no, no, yeah. a child is supposed to be here. Mm -hmm. You should play with the others, you should go out, you should and that made all the difference for me. Until I think I go to primary school mm -hmm. and now the kids started teasing me. And asking why do you talk like that? Mm -hmm. And why are you walking like that? I remember from the background it was like, ah, oh, you fell. Okay, I will brush you off and mm -hmm. you'll be okay. okay. So I started thinking twice about it mm -hmm. and thinking, oh, why do I talk like that? Yeah. Oh, why am I like that? And I'll go to back to my mom and you'll be like, now I leave them alone, yeah, okay, just a giver. So at primary, I started discovering myself mm -hmm. and 
wow. Also, oh, they think you're inca yeah. incapable yeah, of incapable being on your own. Of being on my own. Mm -hmm. um, in other terms, because I'm a slow speaker, mm -hmm. before you understand what I'm saying, and people don't have the patience yeah. to listen to what I'm saying. So a lot of people quickly snub me off. And I'm, I don't know what I'm saying, but they just don't have the patience mm. to listen. Um, and small things in how people treat you, you know, people throw tiny remarks at you and say one thing or the other. And, and I want to say, like, I know that people fear their nose and people don't know their, their way around their own. So I like to say, just be kind. Be kind. Just be kind. That is the greatest ask. Be kind. I remember I was saying that on my social media page just the other day. Yeah. Be kind. If anything, just keep your comments to yourself. Mm. Unless it is positive, yeah. keep it to yourself. Yeah. Special needs persons are still normal people. Yeah. They feel they yeah. can hear. Yeah. Like she said, be patient enough. She knows what she's saying. She just needs you to accommodate her. Yeah. Give her more time. But she knows exactly what she wants. She knows what she wants to say. So you just be patient enough to listen. It yeah. doesn't take much, right? No. It does not no, take no, much no. to listen. No. And I would like for us to take a break so that at least our guests can have some water and a small break and then we will be right back don't go away i'm your host sylvia moramo chavo you're here on science tv remember for any questions you can interact with us on our social media pages and it speaks for special needs persons andy four on twitter and on instagram it's simply andy speaks and on our sms number two zero five zero eight that's two zero five zero s you can send your sms's and we shall engage our guests so don't go away we'll be right back back here on NeuroDigest with me Sylvia Moramo Chabo your host and our interpreter and our special guest Maria who is touching us a bit more of working in her shoes as a person living with cerebral palsy for the past 27 years so she's an independent woman who moves around on her own does her own things and like she says she knows what she wants and she's not afraid to go for it and what, like what she had said, we, all we need to do is love and embrace. And she thanks her mother who has been her pillar and who has pushed her to be the best version of her that she can be. And also early intervention is what attributed to the fact that they were able to give her the right treatment at the right time for her to have an easier and better life. Yeah. So welcome. Now, I would like to make her a bit uncomfortable, <laughs> but I believe she's a big girl, she can handle nothing is uncomfortable for her. So how was it, uh, you were the, you're the, the first body in yeah. your family, and yeah. she has a brother. 
Um, how was it for you, you when you started? You said also it was a bit difficult for your family. How has that been for family? Uh, it's on and off, like in diverse condition. It's acceptances every day. So um, sometimes it gets uncomfortable, sometimes it's too comfortable. But I guess like for my family, it's, it's become, because I also like to think they understand the vegetable project, but the people around them don't understand that is that is the the extended family now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, how is that? How does the extended the immediate family? You say how was it for your brother? Because he's neurotypical. Yeah. So how 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 did he? Because he's growing up and you're different yeah. from everyone else. Yeah. How was it for him? For him, I think in the beginning it was easy because he found me there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he found an already ongoing system okay. as but I think it got more difficult for him as he approached his teenage years and his self-awareness kicked in and now he had his self-image and um, peer image so um, even getting his to understand what's wrong with his sister mm -hmm. or to understand what, why, she, why is she like that? Mm -hmm. It became a point where of he didn't want to be associated with me. Which I think is common mm -hmm. for everyone because now he wants everything to do with me. Uh, so I think, as I said, uh, acceptance is every day. Every day, it's a process. It's a process. Mm. You can think you have accepted, mm -hmm. but then you go somewhere and there are new people, a mm -hmm. new environment, and everything, and the stigma comes up again. Yeah. And then you find all of you again in an uncomfortable spot. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, why I ask that is because I am scared of teenage life. Yeah. I, 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 oh, I've, I've empowered my son enough to embrace his brothers, but I'm not sure when he gets to teenage, like you yeah. say, it's a red flag. It's a totally different story. Yeah. Back to that. Mm. That was your brother's teenage life. How was your teenage life? Because I can imagine yeah. it must have been an experience and it's one of the things that scares special needs parents the most. Yeah. Teenage life! <laughs> and now you discover, oh, I'm a girl, I'm yeah, a boy. Yeah. I, I need to this, there's yeah, things yeah. you're feeling. So how, how was that for you? That was interesting, but I think what helped me was the school I was in. Oh. I was in KCCM. Um, which is uh, an integrated system. Uh, uh. Yeah. And so I met new people and new things. And we were, one thing I think 
then what the actor they taught us mm -hmm. about being a teenager. Okay. So we had like, and I, I can remember the days, mm -hmm. but I remember some days of the week mm -hmm. in the afternoon mm -hmm. we had a girls class okay. and a boys class. Oh, you're, you're split now? Yeah, okay. split. And that when we taught all these things about hygiene, mm -hmm. yeah, peace, mm -hmm. period, yeah. Uh, yeah, sexual reproductive mm -hmm. health, mm -hmm. uh, but of course it was a voice it was keep away from men. <laughs> and of course then, in high school I remember everyone had a boyfriend and girlfriend. Of course there were no Despite children. being told no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah despite within the same so I, I like to think, oh, I said, people with a cerebral palsy or any other condition mm -hmm. have the same emotions. Yes, that's true. As anyone. Else. So you know, your emotions are intact. You still go through the same hormonal changes. Yes. You still feel the same way you felt as a teenager. It's the same way. Yeah. It's just that now they have to deal with both. Yeah. Yeah, their conditions yeah. plus the normal life. Yeah. That must have been that. Was it tough? It was tough. Were you confused? <laughs> uh, uh, yes. Uh -huh. I think I was more than confused. Uh -huh. I was, what do you say, in the in a tango, okay. In a desperate tango, cause you have feeling things, but you are not able to express them. That one thing, even if you express them, no one gets it. No one gets it. Yeah, it's like everyone expects you not to go through them. Yeah, to go through the emotion, but it was just a passing. Yes, mm -hmm. thank God. Yeah. <laughs> School kept us busy and home kept me busy. Mm -hmm. And I think with that, I go to Madhu um, 3. Mm -hmm. But now the challenge was in making friends, mm -hmm. engaging friends. In school or outside? Outside. Outside school. Actually, outside school. And you know, as a teenager, you want to have a clique yeah. of people yeah. that you have. Your, your quorum. Yeah, your yeah, quorum. <laughs> and everyone has a quorum in, uh, during those years. Who you can rebel with and you can be And I for myself always been either because I'm sleepy or I don't know, mm -hmm. but I was always with my family. Okay. And that was my core. Mm -hmm. So that was hard and I couldn't understand why I don't have friends mm -hmm. or why people don't want to be my friends. Mm -hmm. So actually that was the hardest about this that yeah. I went through it without friends. Mm. Yeah. And 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 that was high school. Mm. No, now college is another story altogether. Yeah. <laughs> um, Which college did you go to? Because 
I'm not even sure. Like, uh, was it regular? Was it a special uh, college? It was regular. And this was the crazy thing about it. Because no one thought. Yeah, I'm, but I'm so surprised. Like, wow. And then I thought, okay, so no, no more than go primary school, high school, mm -hmm. and then one day I came up with the idea and went to go to university. Mm -hmm. And then we were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, are you serious right now? Are you sure you can do I'm like, no, no, no. Oh. I want to go to uni. So after a long story, that can be a short on return mm -hmm. because it took me two years just to get a school. To get a school. And that is... Me. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's a challenge we have in our education system. Yeah. It's like people think up until then they consider special needs persons can only be technical yes. or something like that yeah. or like you can't do much after that. So getting a, a university that can accept you yeah. was the challenge. Yeah. So acceptance comes acceptance in again. Acceptance again. What, what were they saying? Like, what was their story? <laughs> the main story was, sorry, we have never had someone in because in our school, and we don't know how to be with you. That's what everyone said. That's what but everyone. why then, why could they break the mold, be the first one? What is so hard with that? Um, I think, uh, going back to the Ethiopian, you know, mm. and the, the challenge to actually, because it's putting extra. Mm. Put yeah, that's true. Extra. They have to go in your speeds yeah. and all yeah. that, accommodate you. Yeah. They wow. have to go out of their way to accommodate us. And that's what people don't want. Yeah. They want easy, comfortable, no, and you know. When <laughs> when you come in and you're asking them for reasonable accommodation, mm -hmm. say to use a laptop to do exams, to record the lecture, um, even to have one-on-one -on -one with the lecturers, then it seems way out of them. Yeah. So where did you find them go? Thankfully, <laughs> I landed in Africa, Nazarene. Congratulations, Africa, Nazarene, for yeah. being accommodative. Well, That's a bonus. Very yeah. accommodative. The staff were amazing. And this Four years actually my best. Oh, that's so nice to know. <laughs> yeah, and I made so many friends after a while, but it was so fascinating mm -hmm. in the beginning. Mm -hmm. uh, even the way you have new classes, mm -hmm. and people who have never been in class with you, mm -hmm. and they hear you speak or they see you walk. And you can see their face. The facial. Like, no, you can never hide what comes from inside. <laughs> and every time I would see that face from a fellow student or from a lecturer, I would be like, 
Here we go again. again you know yeah. the same same story. Yeah. Wow. But 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 this time you were you were tough enough. You had seen it all. I'm sure mm. by the time you're in in college, yeah. all facial expressions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was also self-aware. Mm, yeah, yeah. Now mm, you are past the yeah. teenage life. You know who you yeah. are, mm, what you want. What you know. Want. So mm. I could easily explain to them. So I'm even impressed now to mm -hmm. know some of them are working with children with different abilities. Oh, and cerebral palsy just because and now even their minds are mm -hmm. opened up mm -hmm. because I was in their space. Mm -hmm. So African had a special place for me. And then, I graduated last year, mm -hmm. which was like a milestone. That is a, that is a huge congratulations. That is, that is a great milestone. Like you set the trend. It yeah. is doable. Because that's yes. what you're trying to say. Yeah. You can live a normal life. You just need to embrace. And parents, don't give up. Whatever your child wants, make sure that you do everything you can to ensure they get where they wants to be. So what did you study? I studied community development. Community development. Yeah. Oh, okay. I love people. You love people. Love and people love you back for sure. Yeah, <laughs> and despite that first special yeah, expression, yeah, I'm sure yeah. after some time, because you're a very, very pleasant yeah. person to be with. Thank you, you are, you Thank are. You. I know we spent, I know we yeah. spent the uh, celebrity policy yeah. day together with my children, yeah. and you saw how Andrew just, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just like, come and give me a hug. Wow. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's what it is. That's how it should be no barrier, any different. Mm. Doesn't matter who you are, where you're from. Yeah. We are all equal. Now, yeah. the toughest question. Yeah. Which is the what is the hardest thing you've gone through? What is the one thing? that made you feel like God, why? You know, even after the empowerment, even being self-aware, all that in fact, what is the worst that has ever happened for you because of, of, of your condition? So, I think the hardest experience has been not to me, but to my mom, all the people I love because of me. In the sense, I, I remember I was um, with my mom and we went somewhere and this lady just went on and on and on and throwing bad words at, at your mom. Yeah. What, what, what happened? Why, why? She just came from nowhere and... Yeah, um, she was saying how irresponsible my mom is, she's not taking care of me as she should, she's not doing her work as she should, she leaves me to go alone, you know, mm -hmm. such things. And that was hurtful because I feel it's already hard for my mom, I guess, or for anyone who loves me. So it hurts me to think they can go through painful situations because of me. So, and 
she has looking at where you are now I can imagine how much work she has put into it to have to trust to be strong enough to let go of you to be your own person yeah. to go out in the world and and be your own individual that is something I must commend yeah. her for because as a special needs parent I am afraid of that day <laughs> I am afraid of that day so for someone to come and start judging from nowhere yeah. so, that is totally uncalled for. Yeah. Totally uncalled for. So we would just like to to urge people to be mind you don't know the shoes that a parent yeah. goes through to get to where they are. And all the greatness that Maria has achieved, it has taken the mom, it has taken her persistence, her trust in her daughter, the belief in her, empowering her every day to move on, to go through school, to yeah. actually go to university and achieve what she has achieved so yeah. far so let us be mindful when we're speaking to specialists yeah. to past parents yeah. because it's a tough journey yeah i am sure yeah. there are days I'm, I'm sure there are days that you, you look at her yeah. and you're like how did you do this yeah. you know yeah, yeah. and and uh, also for the families just yeah give them a break give them a break let yeah. them be yes They've done it for 20 years. You're, yeah. you're just walking in and yeah. you're being judgment about yeah. how you raised them. Mm -hmm. So, you, they don't yeah. know how they should teach it. They don't know. Mm. And again, they don't know yet doing the best. You know, yes. There is no manual, by the way. It's yeah. not like she's raised another another daughter yeah. or another child who's yeah. special. Yeah. It's the first. She's, we learn as we go. Yeah. The best you get is if, like now, uh, what Maria has talked about and then a parent learns from it but no one gives you a manual of how to raise yeah. a special child mm -hmm. and all of us are different yeah. every child is different so you can say this size fits yeah. all you cannot no, no, say no there is no way yes, exactly everyone is an individual yeah. and um, have you gotten a job yet or well, what, what are you doing with yourself right now I'm, I'm, a, bit, I'm a bit I'm a bit
um, the way we think about someone is ultimately how we treat them. Mm. So we should be very conscious in how we are thinking about people with different abilities because in time that's how we will treat them. And we forget everyone has a body and everyone as unique as anyone else. So that's I think my my challenge to everyone. You should be very conscious as you say and I should be kind because again Everyone is valuable on this side. Thank you very much, Maria. Thank, Thank you. you. Okay, my dear guests, uh, that was quite something for today. So at least we have walked her journey. We've seen how she has been able to break the glass ceiling of people living with disabilities, and she has decided to be her own person, to be the guinea pig, so long as she gets to do what she wants to do. And that is real empowerment. Kudos to mom for raising such yeah. a strong, powerful, well-aware young lady. And until next week, we'd like to say thank you for being with us. And don't forget to join us next week here on NeuroDigest with me, Sylvia Moramuchabo, your host, our interpreter. And we will have another guest next week. Uh, so stay tuned. And for any questions, don't forget, keep in touch on social media or SMS number 20. 508. Till next week, here on NeuroDigest, good night. Mm -hmm.